Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane back to reality. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your travel experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Tonight, more SNL changes. I've never experienced anything else like it. Who will play The Fly? Jeff Goldblum, we're looking at you. Have you ever heard of insect politics? Then they fell in love on Glee, but behind closed doors, their marriage was anything but joyful. I am a survivor of domestic violence. The shocking allegations these now star exes are lobbing at each other, plus... (laughs) Somebody's Sandra O oh has something to say to Grey's Anatomy fans. There is a great comfort in Grey's. And Valerie Bertinelli on the exact moment she met Eddie Van Halen. He was really shy. Then, our at-home exclusive with music superstar Michael W. Smith. Welcome, E.T. Come on in. So we now know who will replace Morgan Wallen as the musical guest on Saturday Night Live. We know the vice presidential debate will be in the mix, but there's another potential guest appearance that is creating a lot of buzz. Will we see The Fly? Oh, this is a debate? It's SNL. Everything happens at the last minute. Maya's back as Senator Harris. Jack White steps in for country star Morgan Wallen. But the big question, who will play that scene-stealing fly that landed on the vice president's head during Wednesday's debate? Fans are rallying hard for Jeff Goldblum, who played a mad scientist turned insect in the 1986 movie, The Fly. The fly and I are molecularly, genetically fused. E.T. was on the set of the sci-fi thriller, and Jeff told us the gory fly suit took five hours to get into. I had a life cast made where they put stuff on your face and then come up with a bust of you. So will it happen? Will Jeff fly into SNL? Here I am again hosting Saturday Night Live. It's the tip top. It's the most sophisticated. The two-time host has had no comment, and if he does appear, it would probably have to be on Zoom. The 67-year-old is believed to be in London right now with his family and possibly in quarantine after production on Jurassic World Dominion halted after, quote, a few positive coronavirus tests. Of course, last week, SNL had to scramble after the president revealed early Friday that he had COVID-19. And you did take the COVID test you promised to take in advance, correct? Absolutely. Scott's on it. I didn't see my line that I said on the show until air. But making last-minute changes for breaking news, well, that's in the show's DNA. It's Saturday Night Live. It'll look good. This is a classy show. From the Blues Brothers to Eddie Murphy <laughs> to Chris Farley. And I live in a van down by the river. E.T.'s been with the stars on the fast-changing show for nearly 40 years, and they gave us how-do-they-do-that secrets. Well, well, if it isn't E.T. again. I'll leave sometimes at 5 a.m., and the riders will go, Oh, you wimp, 5 a.m., he's already going home, you know? (laughs) Doing a live show, you never know what's going to make it to the actual show until 
11.30. You can have an idea in the bath on Sunday and see it on national TV on the following Saturday. That's happened. Oh, party on, Garth. Okay. Wayne's World, uh, Dieter, Coffee Talk. I got a new character called Goofy Guy. He goes like this a lot. <laughs> no, I don't know. I haven't come up with any, I haven't come up with anything good yet. Yeah! Now to news on last weekend's musical guest, Megan The Stallion. You shot me. Megan's rumored ex, Tory Lanez, was charged with two felonies, including assault, after a July altercation with Megan outside a house party for Kylie Jenner. I was shot in both of my feet. Megan had surgery to remove the bullets. Tory denied her claims, today tweeting, a charge is not a conviction. Last month, he released the song, Money Over Fallouts. Megan people trying to frame me for a shooting, but them boys ain't cleaning up. The rapper's arraignment is set for Tuesday. Possible maximum prison sentence, 22 years, eight months. Next, a Glee star admits to once abusing his ex. Hey, it's hey, just hey, look at me. I am a survivor of domestic violence. Last year, Melissa Benoist posted an over 14-minute long emotional video detailing a past violent relationship without naming ex-husband and former co-star Blake Jenner. But she did point to one very specific fight. It was a blow to my face with his iPhone. The impact tore my iris, nearly ruptured my eyeball, lacerated my skin, and broke my nose. And I can remember immediately screaming at the top of my lungs. Last night, Blake posted a lengthy message owning up to the assault. Quote, I take full responsibility and accountability. I threw my phone aimlessly, and it hit my former partner in her face. The 28-year-old then alleged there was mental, emotional, and physical abuse inflicted from both of them. Quote, I was physically assaulted in the shower, leaving me with a traumatic injury that I do not want to delve into at this time. I started fighting back because rage is contagious. While Melissa did admit to violence, fans took issue with Blake bringing it up, calling his apology victim blaming, and got the hashtag I stand with Melissa trending on Twitter. There's that animal aggression. Jenner, who ironically played a violent character alongside Renee Zellweger in What If, says he's changed. Melissa hasn't commented. Last year, she married her Supergirl co-star, Chris Wood, and last month announced they welcomed a son, Huxley. And finally, Valerie Bertinelli honors Eddie Van Halen. Valerie posted sweet throwback images of the couple's time together over their 27-year relationship, including pictures from the night they met backstage at a Van Halen concert in 1980. Two years later, the pair recalled that moment with E.T. He was really shy. He was like the shyest guy. To, I mean, he, we looked at each other from like 20 feet across the hallway, and we just looked at each other, and it was like... When we sat down and started talking, I was amazed at how much she was like me, normal. Not, you know, not, hey, I'm a star, you know. It really is still hard to believe that he is gone. And I want you to get this. There has been a 6,000% sales increase in Van Halen music since Eddie's passing, Lauren. I love that because it is people reliving what they love. 100%. And if you want to do a little more of that, watch all 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. If you do it nonstop, we did the math, it will take 10 days, 20 hours, and 9 minutes, but you'll get to take in so much of the brilliant Sandra Oh. You're my person. I'm your person. Somebody sustain me! The binging of Grey's Anatomy is on another level. <laughs> There is a, a real great comfort in grace, and I'm really happy to have been a part of that. 
you're this incredibly beloved person for just the entire span of the work that you've done. Have you seen how your your character moment from the Princess Diaries is viral on TikTok? Gupta. Did you see that with their animals? Gupta. I just thought, that is hilarious. The queen is coming. Now Sandra is back with another character to love in the Netflix animated movie Over the Moon in select theaters today. It's the story of a girl who goes on an otherworldly adventure to overcome grief. Where are they taking us? What in the world? This project, you know, is has so much heart in it and, and great music and and, and, and just beautiful animation. Besties forever. Ken Jong and Margaret Cho also lend their voices. Ken even sings. Ken's a really good singer. He can do everything. It's like Gene Kelly or Fred Astaire. Oh. That's an exclusive, Lauren, and I just Venmoed Margaret the money while she was <laughs> saying it. And Robert De Niro has a new comedy in select theaters, The War with Grandpa. You want me to help you and your buddies, to help beat up your grandson and his buddies. Well, when you put it like that. Yeah, this is definitely one for the kids, but the adults too. The behind the scenes of De Niro, Christopher Walken, Cheech Marin, and Jane Seymour playing dodgeball. That looks pretty fun. Hells yeah, whose house is this? Our house! Did everybody take to the trampoline? Was it a lot of stunt work? How'd that play out? Let's do this. Yeah, there was stunt work. It was fun. It was, I had never seen that dodgeball thing before. Uh, so the whole thing was like crazy, but great. It is great. You know, I don't have to punish my kids. I just play trampoline dodgeball with them. I'm sure every parent out there can relate. Hey, country superstar Kane Brown is a new father, and he had a special daddy-daughter moment in his new music video. How cool was it to use your daughter in the video and to have her there for that ending shot? It was amazing. It was her debut video. She's the new generation. You're missing every color if you're only seeing black and white. With the help of 11-month-old daughter Kingsley, the country star unleashes a powerful message of unity in his new video, Worldwide Beautiful. It's saying basically, like, hate is talk. So listen to the people who have open minds. Proceeds for the video benefit the Boys and Girls Club of America. Earlier, I moderated a Zoom with Kane and over 100 kids. Have you ever felt like your skin color was a challenge to achieving your dreams? I'm biracial. A lot of people will point out and say, oh, he's not country. I feel like that's also what blew me up because I was different. I just wanna be cool again. This season, Kane also joins The Voice as a Team Blake advisor. It was awesome to be a part of Blake's team, and uh, his team's really good, so The Voice better watch it out. Uh, really? Coming. You know, Kane is one of those people who the first time I interviewed him, I knew he was going to be something special. All right, can we keep the party going with Sharon Osbourne's sweet, sweet birthday surprise? I would come over and hug you, but I can't. Plus, from a big birthday to a clueless movie milestone, cast confessions that had us totally bugging. Were you at all nervous for that kiss with Paul Rudd? Ah, oh, as if. Then. My place in this world. Inside the Nashville home of Christian music superstar Michael W. Smith. I think it works. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Happy birthday. I would come over and hug you, but I can't. Aww. 
Big, big day for our dear friend, my girl, Sharon Osborne. She turned 68 and they had a big blowout on the talk. I, I've been crying and crying and it was just too, too much to take in. When this pandemic is over, we are gonna have one heck of a birthday celebration for everybody. And speaking of celebrating, you know, Clueless turned 25 this year, Lauren. Kev, 25, are you totally bugging? You've never used that word before in a sentence, no I way. I have, I love this movie. I was young when it came out, but the anniversary makes it the CBS Sunday night movie this weekend, so I'll be watching. And of course, E.T. was on set for all the 90s fashion and fun. Ew, get off of me. Ugh, as if. Cher, which is my character, is the most perfectly dressed. See, I'm outie. Bye. This is the patent leather look. Now this is very in. I got my boxers um, <laughs> hanging out because, you know, it's the new fashion. Reese Witherspoon and Tiffany Thiessen were originally considered for the role of Cher. Uh, no way. But it was an 18-year-old Alicia who caught the eye of the director. I was on my treadmill watching MTV, and there was this video about this girl. When I met her, she was just so adorable. Oops, my bad. This is the hot totsy of the movie. Clueless <laughs> also launched the career of the late Brittany Murphy. It was a breakout role for the star who passed away in 2009. I love when Brittany Murphy says, you're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> you're a virgin who can't drive. This is Paul Rudd, and he plays the college boy, Josh. It was the second movie that I ever did. It was the first one that ever came out, but it was the second movie that I ever did. Were you at all nervous for that kiss with Paul Rudd? Don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure I loved it. And Paul's delicious, so how could you not? Oh, as if! Now, Alicia wore 63 outfits in this movie, Kevin, and she got to keep them all, but didn't have the closet space, so had to give them away. Enlighten me, indulge me. What was your go-to 90s gear? It wasn't the gear, it was the mustache. So sexy, so sexy. You know who else broke out big in the 90s? Christian music star, Michael W. Smith. I the three-time Grammy winner welcomes us into his home, and it doesn't disappoint. I mean, this access right here, we only get this at E.T., just saying. <laughs> then it's the show millions will binge this weekend, and only we're on the set. Hi, E.T., welcome to Blind Manor. We're going to give you an exclusive tour. That's Christian music superstar Michael W. Smith. He's been making hits for over three decades, and only E.T. was invited inside the three-time Grammy winners, Nashville Diggs. I will be here for you. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Smith welcome, House. Come welcome, E.T. E.T. Do you ever hold your Grammys? No. You don't? I don't. Would you like me would you like to hold it? I think look here. Just hold just 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 pretend just for a sec. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it, is it function or is it just a I think it works. <laughs> There's our family behind piano. you. Yeah. Gosh. There they are. Wow. <laughs> Michael and his wife of 39 years, Debbie, have 16 grandkids. They call me G Daddy. Which I kind of love. G Daddy. That's so cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, the 63-year-old is a cool grandpa. Just check out his ping-pong skills and mullet back in the 90s. E.T.'s been with Michael since the beginning, hanging out on the set of his first crossover hit. My place in this world, my place in this world. What do you think of when you think of this hit being created 30 years ago? Well, I was a little immature. Uh, Where are you now? Just a little. Longtime friend Amy Grant co-wrote the lyrics. It took Michael just five minutes to pin the music. It was inspired by a letter I got in the mail from, I think it was a girl who was just contemplating suicide. You have no idea the response from even people coming up, even to this day going, I'm alive today because of that song. Wow. I'm grateful. I'm still singing it. Michael actually got his start in the biz as a keyboardist for Amy. The two are still close. Their Nashville farms are next to each other. And in June, Amy had open heart surgery for a rare condition she's had since birth. How is she doing? Is she feeling better? She's a rock star, man. I'm telling you, I've never, I've never seen anybody bounce back from something like that. You know, a week later, she goes, hey, what's going on? No. <laughs> and a friend will not say never. Over 20 albums, 36 number one songs, and three Grammys later, Michael is still making music. His new inspirational album, Still, is out today. It combines instrumental music and scripture. I love that you're promoting stillness because there is so much noise going on right now. A lot of noise. Turn off your phone, Yeah. turn off the computer, and just take a break. Michael also just premiered a new video for his song, Conversation. Won't you bring me in to the conversation? Lyrically, it's so timely for what's going on, and there's hatred, and and nobody talks about it. I hope people will watch it and go, you know what? I'm guilty. I've passed judgment, and I think I'm ready to sit down with my neighbor and have a cup of coffee. I just want to hear what you're saying. It is most definitely about those conversations right now, no matter how difficult they may be. All right, let's move from here in Nashville to Vancouver. And only E.T. is with the stars of the Netflix horror anthology, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Hi, E.T. Welcome to Bly Manor. We're going to give you an exclusive talk. So we're going down the corridor now. This is some things that sometimes go wrong here. The lights sometimes Yeah, it's one of the cheeky, uh, cheeky, cheeky spots, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. Quite, it's quite eerie. It actually feels... The most eerie it's felt right now. Today, <laughs> This massive set has it all, from haunted hallways to a green room, which triples as a classroom for the child actors. <laughs> this nine-episode gothic romance, now streaming on Netflix, is great new TV to get you into the spooky season. Henry Thomas, all grown up since playing the kid in E.T. the Extraterrestrial, and you star Victoria Pedretti return for the second installment of The Haunting Anthology series. So, what can we expect? You'll really enjoy uh, a lot of those hidden Easter eggs. This is definitely a love story, so talk about scary. In real life, I love to cook, so to see that huge, massive kitchen is really, it's really cool. And welcome to our kitchen. <laughs> This kitchen is fully functional, and the cast told us they've gotten into some food fights behind the scenes. This is a great board. Occasionally, it gets re written really inappropriate things on it. So keep yeah, an yeah. eye out for keep, those. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> I'll take you to the Forbidden Wing. It doesn't really go to anywhere. And where don't we go? The old wing. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. 
I hope you enjoyed your tour, secret tour of the haunting of Bly Manor. Thanks for your welcome, Bye. Nice job, ladies. By the way, the cast told us a lot of weird things happened while shooting. Lights turned off for no reason. Fans wouldn't stop. I mean, Kev, I got goosebumps just thinking about it. So spooky. It's just a hazard of the job, Rachel. Thanks so much. All right, coming up, what Meghan Markle's TV husband, Patrick J. Adams, told us about family playdate plans with the Sussex crew. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. The Right Stuff blasted off today on Disney+, and only our Matt Cohen was invited to join the special premiere, which launched the first ever Disney Plus Drive-In Festival. Everyone adhered to strict COVID protocols. The series is executive produced by Leonardo DiCaprio. The Right Stuff, of course, tells the story of the first astronauts, and former suit star Patrick J. Adams plays John Glenn. I always dreamed of going to space, but I didn't have the right stuff, so to speak. Now that your suit's friend Megan and Harry are residing here in yeah. SoCal, is there any chance for the wife and the kiddos meeting up or any of that I stuff? I would love that. We've texted a few times. You know, I'm super happy to have her back in, uh, on this side of the water. I'm proud of her and everything they're doing. I think it's pretty great. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.